This is Making Her Magic, the podcast. One, two, three, four. A podcast to teach you how to actually adult in life. How to run a business. How to create a balanced mindset. How to create goals, habits, and routines to serve you the best way they possibly can. This is the best advice for the best version of you. Hey friends, thanks for coming back for another ep of The Potty. I am your host, Amy Phillips, and this week's episode is one that I never really thought I would record, not because I don't feel passionate about it or anything, but because I personally have, for the majority, had a pretty good relationship with this topic for most of my life. And that topic is body image. I want to disclaim before I jump into any more of what I want to say that if you are easily triggered by the talk of body image and physical body self-love, then please keep that in mind if you wish to continue listening today. If you feel like you need to skip this episode, then please do so. I would never want you to listen just for the sake of listening, especially at the cost of potentially your mental health for the remainder of the day or even longer. So just keep that in mind and make your own informed decision if you want to go ahead and listen. Just to let you know what I'll be discussing in this episode, I'm going to touch on a few subtopics within the body image realm. I'm going to talk about how it's seen and portrayed in the media and how that affects us. I'm going to talk about confidence and how you see yourself and why it's important. And lastly, I'll be giving you some ways to slowly begin loving your physical self a bit more each day. This episode is aimed for the most part towards women and girls because A, I can speak from experience because I identify as a woman and B, because this group of people is what poor body image and self-love is seen highest in. So a bit of a backstory to why this topic is coming up today. It's because as most of you know, I'm currently in my third trimester of pregnancy. I feel like I say that every episode. (laughs) And with pregnancy and growing a human comes a lot of physical changes. Your boobs become bigger and darker. Your belly expands. Your hips expand. You can get certain skin conditions like dermatitis and melasma and so many more things. Pregnancy almost forces you to accept and love every part of your physical self because how could you not be in awe of all of the work that it's doing as a result, right? As I said before, I've never really had any body image issues with myself in the past, but that isn't to say I've never felt, you know, inferior or like certain features or part of my body that just didn't seem like they fit with me or I didn't like them. I want to get into the things that I used to be a bit more self-conscious about and why they aren't such a big deal anymore. Funnily enough, this only really became a non-issue recently. My freckles. (laughs) I am a classic, pale, red-headed gal that can't change her pigment color to save her life. That is other than getting freckles. In the winter, they soften out and lighten up, and in summer, they become a bit darker and more prominent. I always felt 
really self-conscious about having them because growing up, I was surrounded by friends who were either from a European descent and had naturally dark skin or had like the perfect skin type to be able to go a few shades darker in the summertime. And then there was like me who was like pasty and white and freckly and burnt easily until I started preaching SPF use every day. (laughs) And freckles and pale skin wasn't really seen as anything to do with beauty. I think now with social media, more and more skin types and conditions are being embraced and not so much compared to like the perfect celebrity or like magazine cover models, which is how I felt growing up and into young adulthood anyway. It was only when I moved to Canada in 2018 that I stopped fake tanning every week. Thursday tan day with my Bondi Sands mousse. Bondi Sands literally did the best marketing job for their brand with the Thursday tan day and marinating overnight and whatnot. Props to them. (laughs) So even up until a few years ago, I was still trying to change my skin. Going back to how recently that changed is actually when Greg pointed out that my Greg's my partner. He pointed out that my freckles were getting darker and I replied with the classic, yeah, it's the summertime. And he replies and he's like, I like them. And I know this might sound strange to some of you, but that was a huge moment for me and my body image. I was like, in my head, I was like, he likes them. You know, not that I'm telling you to only care about what others think of you, but what I'm saying is that it took someone else to say they liked something I didn't on myself for me to realize, hey, it actually doesn't matter what I think I look like because at the end of the day, everyone has different perspectives anyway and mine isn't the only one. So why would I dwell on a negative thought of mine about myself when someone else could be looking at me in awe and going, I like that skin color or I like those freckles or I like whatever it is. I also know that good self-esteem and body image comes with age, where the older you get, the more confident you become. The less you care about what others think and the more you care about how you feel about yourself, whether that might be dressing in new clothes or, you know, wearing your favorite outfit, going to the gym, wearing makeup, whatever it is, the way you feel about yourself matters 10 times more than how others feel about you. That's a lesson I think that does come with age and also with what you continue to consume and who you have around you. If you have people who are self-conscious and always picking at themselves and the things they don't like or want to change, you as a result are going to act the same way. You're going to pick at your features and see what needs changing or what can be better. When in reality, If you were surrounded by people who fully embraced who they are physically and never even mentioned a word about their appearance, either would you. I say it a lot, but who you surround yourself with is 1000% the most important thing to be aware of. Okay, moving on to confidence. I've touched on confidence a lot in previous episodes, so I won't take up too much time of this episode talking about this today, but Confidence is something that certainly can be faked. The old fake it to make it mentality, I think, can work for some people, not all, but some people for sure. 
True confidence, I think, comes from the acceptance of the present moment. Who you are, what you look like, how you feel right now is the real you. The real you who exists and works and shows up when friends or family are in need. All of these aspects are what make you, you. And by not accepting the fact that right now this present moment is real and exists, I think puts an unrealistic expectation on ourselves of trying to be someone who we aren't, both physically and mentally. Yes, you can be working on your physical self to become stronger or a better athlete or re rehabilitate from an injury or postpartum, but right now, as you're listening to this, this is the real you for now. And if you don't have the confidence or the awareness to express that to the entire world, I think that's definitely something to become more aware of and to work on your inner self in order to become that confident, present version of yourself. And then, of course, when you get to where you want to be, whether that is stronger or whatever, you can celebrate that and then you can love yourself even deeper. In saying this, I do have a few ways that you can start loving your physical self a bit more each day. Are you running your own business? Or maybe you're scoping out new options and planning big moves for your life. If this sounds like you, you don't have to do it alone. I offer one-off 90-minute consultations to help you get your shit together. We take a look at where you're at, where you want to be, and everything in between. I can help you brainstorm fresh ideas and get you to organize your life to make actually living a priority. Get your one-off consultation today by heading to makinghermagic.com forward slash offers and follow the prompts. You've talked the talk, now let's get you to walk the walk. The aim for this isn't to, you know, be so absolutely in love with yourself that you become blind to the rest of your life and the world but is to give yourself a gentle reminder each day, essentially how often you like though, that your physical self is this beautiful, creative piece of art that holds an intelligent, willing, kind, loving, giving spirit. Okay, the first step to loving yourself, in my opinion, starts with creating the ability to block out external factors that might trigger certain unwanted thoughts and feelings. This means creating a shield, essentially, or a white light that surrounds you that is used to block external comments, media, images, articles, and other patterns. This sounds very simple, but is something that a lot of people work on for years and years of their life. This is not a quick fix or something that can be done in a session or a six-week period, This is a tool that is to be practiced over and over again for however long it takes, sometimes forever, and it strengthens each time that you use it. So imagining a shield or a bright white light that shines around you and blocks out any negative body image uh, mediums that trigger those unwanted thoughts or create questions about yourself that can send you into a spiral. Again, this is something to be practiced over and over again until it becomes a second nature to dismiss these words or images. Step two is to get comfortable with yourself. Who you are right now, what you look and feel like, this is you. 
and you are enough. The version of you right now is perfect exactly how it is. And if you need to be reminded of that, I want you to do this exercise. And when I say exercise, I'm talking about a mental stimulus that can literally be done anywhere. And that's affirmations. The more you tell yourself something, the deeper into your your subconscious it goes. And therefore, the more second nature it becomes to think or do or say. This is how those negative thoughts of beliefs of yourself first come about through the repetition either from external factors or you telling yourself things over and over again. So to reverse it, we do the exact same strategy only with the things that we actually want to believe in here. I am enough. I am powerful. I am beautiful. I love my arms. I love my stomach. These things might sound funny the first few times that you repeat them to yourself, but the more you say them, the less weird they become. You begin to believe them because they're your truth. The truth that you tell yourself and you allow yourself to consume is what makes you, you. So create your own affirmations that may feel comfortable, feel uncomfortable at first, but it's, in my opinion, once again, the most powerful when it comes to shifting your mindset. Both verbal and internal affirmations are going to be the norm with this next generation. I'm telling you now, the power that words and thoughts have over our physical and mental health is absolutely underrated. So if you start now, you're going to be way ahead of the game. Step three is to embrace the seasons. Embrace the changes. I'll use myself as an example. As I said earlier, my body is changing dramatically because it's growing a freaking baby. (laughs) Your body might be changing because you're jump-starting your career or your your postpartum or you're going through menopause or puberty or whatever it is. Whatever the reason, it's still your body. You're still connected to it whether you like it or not. So you might as well embrace the changes and seasons that it's going through. Depending on where your priorities are at, your body might physically thrive or it might not. Either way, it's still yours. And it deserves to be nurtured and celebrated. It's holding your brain that you use in big board meetings. It holds your heart that you give so much love from to your growing family. It's allowing you to walk and drive to see your favorite person. Don't take for granted the amazing things that your body does for you every day, no matter what it looks or feels like. All right, step four is the last step I have to share with you today. And that is to remind you that what you concentrate on grows. So when you look at yourself in the mirror and you start picking at things that you don't like about yourself, those so-called flaws that you see in yourself, they're going to become more prominent to you each day. But if you concentrate on the things that you love, like maybe you love your tiny boobs or you love your big boobs that you have, or you love your calves or your smile or your hair, these things matter way more than the things that you're picking at yourself. Deeply love those parts of yourself, and you might be surprised at how fast your perspective on the other parts of you begin to change. You might start connecting the dots and thinking, I've always loved my boobs, but I've never noticed how, you know, how beautifully my hips complement them, or how your smile shows off your prominent cheekbones that highlight your eyes. This sort of domino effect not only increases your self-confidence, but It also opens up your eyes to the bigger picture. Instead of 
having a set of blinders on that you literally haven't changed since before puberty. So as a recap, one, create your shield or white light to block external influences that might hinder your body image. Two, get comfortable with loving yourself by using positive affirmations. Three, embrace the seasons that your body is helping you go through. And four, love the things you love about yourself hard and watch the overflow. I hope you got some helpful points from this episode. And if you are currently struggling with any body image issues and live in Canada, please head to the link I have left in the description to seek out some help. If you aren't in Canada, please head to your GP or search for your local government wellness help center. Thank you for tuning in to Making Her Magic the podcast. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. I know how valuable your time is, so I really appreciate you choosing to tune in every single week. If you haven't already, please follow at Making Her Magic on Instagram and come and join our free Facebook community by searching Making Her Magic Community in the Facebook app. Don't forget to wear sunscreen today. Bye.